Quantum Bombs. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, everybody. Number 12. Episode number 12. It's May 24th. And um, happening right now, Ron DeSantis is announcing that he's running for the Republican seat for presidency on Twitter, Twitter space with Elon Musk. But we're here in the gun room doing a podcast. It's Jennifer with me, Russell and Matt. Jenny's my, uh, our neighbor. Matt, Russell's my brother. Matt's my friend. Oh gosh. Sorry to down- downgrade you. I should say bestie. I usually say bestie. It's okay. My ego doesn't require it. Okay. Anyways, Russell's got a sweet list to read off of topics that will bite on that on tonight's episode. Hey, but I'm going to read this list, but real quick, before I get into this list, can you tell me why Rex isn't joining us for this podcast and, he, and why he was not on the last oh, one? Oh, because he turncoated. He ran. It's actually a great point. I'll be honest. Um, it has taken just my own energy to just get me across the street into the studio podcast, much less thinking in advance and like sending a text message to Rex about it. But that's a really good idea. There's no reason he can't be on this. Oh, except that he hates technology. Uh, it's only a good phone call from Russell to tech Rex to explain that. Okay, Russell, so is that an indication that Rex should join on another f- future podcast? Especially while I'm traveling, That'd he be should fun. join. He didn't really answer the question, so it sounds like I'm supposed to assume no one just invited him. We didn't invite him. That's the answer. We should. Well, he, we got to clarify. Rex moved away, like states Yeah, away. he's in Utah. Yeah. But it's okay. And he doesn't like technology, but we can get him on the podcast video i mean we're not talking just audio guys we're talking on video and he was not fired all right he was an excellent employee he just quit yeah he found another another job that uh suited him better we're on good terms rex was matt's employee just to clarify and my friend and his friend and still my friend yeah all right russell Rex was my friend too. (laughs) he was all of our friends he was my and he and he was my favorite uh quantum bombs guest Okay. Well, he was actually a, a member, but that's okay. Okay. So today we got uh, Zimbabwe launched a gold-backed digital token. Um, I, there's tipping is now regular in stores. So when you go out to eat a restaurant and tip, you're also going to be tipping for your groceries and getting coffee in Starbucks. Nope. A 7,000-year-old road was found underwater off the coast of Croatia. A Hebrew Bible that's 1,100 years old sold for $38 million in an auction. Of course, Target and North Face rolled out their LGBTQIA plus clothing line with tuck-friendly swimsuits for children. Finally. Uh, Man, you got the the debt ceiling showdowns going on, and then uh, we had that truck that uh, jumped the curb around the White House. There was a Nazi flag inside. No coincidence. <laughs> Joe Biden says the white supremacist is under your bed. And uh, Ron DeSantis is announcing he's running for president on Twitter spaces with Elon right now. Hey, was that is that just a, a Joe Biden word salad or did he mean something by under the bit? What does that mean? Oh, I made yeah. that up. But oh. he did. He did go to a he did give a speech at a college and said that and he's he said for a while now that white supremacist. Um, is is the largest is the biggest problem in America right now? Oh, yeah. there's Nazi marches everywhere, that's, all the yeah. time. That's my only comment. That was the only thing I first wanted to comment. We don't have to. It's the obvious. If you hear that from our president a few months back, the largest threat to us is white supremacy. And I would say I have a wide swath of friends. I live in the South. I listen to all types of media and social media, and I actually don't know a white supremacist. Well, so they, I thought they burned oh, the well, cities for so, for three months. Anyways. What my point is, is oh, when a 
Nazi flag appears on the White House lawn. I'm like, oh, dear Lord. I'm not buying it for a second. So, yeah, of course, Twitter is blowing up saying it's a false flag. I had one more. And the Little Mermaid that Disney redid with black characters. And um, no one went to go see it in China. And they had... (laughs) They couldn't make. I don't think they made any money from it. So, <laughs> the Black Mermaid uh, was a flop. Uh, well, is, well, yeah. Is it going to be distributed in the United States? I wonder. I think wouldn't, it already it's, was, and then yeah. it went there afterwards. Well, how did it do in the states? Terrible. I don't know. I re- I just know that it was like really bad. It did as good China. as Cleopatra being um, a black character did on Netflix. Well, wasn't Cleopatra black? Actually, that's what I want to say. Okay, so by the way, they've been trying to cancel Netflix because they just released a Cleopatra nonfiction documentary, and they were saying she's black. And I actually saw the first episode, and I didn't think anything of it because Mesopotamia, Saudi Arabia, like it's all very confusing to me, Like meaning like until I've actually visited there, I don't actually know what the, the ethnicity and the, the is there. Yeah, but it wasn't no, like Liz okay, Taylor. But to answer your question, I actually think... I wish maybe Russell or someone can weigh in. Apparently she wasn't, or it's up It's up for a huge debate because it created a huge culture war. Like they were, a lot of people were saying cancel Netflix because of it, even though no one's going to cancel Netflix because only- What about, I don't, I don't think she's Cuties. white. What? Cuties, uh, like a year ago. Oh, yeah. There was this show of oh, kids that they, were twerking. Stay on top of That was Netflix and people were saying to cancel it then. There I know, was a big cancel campaign you, back then. It's funny because I'll cancel a lot of things, but uh, well, actually. But you're not canceling that <laughs> <not> Netflix. <laughs> <My> Netflix. <laughs> Can you at least answer our question, though, Russell? Matt, to your, my point, I don't think people will be pushing back if she wasn't Wait. not black. <laughs> Matt, I said. So, I, I mean, I actually think, but if. She, Okay, here's my thing. I totally think Jesus looks like a Syrian because he's from near Syria. He ain't white. So he definitely ain't white. So I'll give, I mean, like, I actually wish he was dark like like he should be. And just to note, I'm usually really, typically I find myself being attracted to the darker men or whatever. Like Jesus. I'm the darkest guy in here. Y'all all all a bunch of German whiteies. But I also love blondes and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, there's been several times I've had crushes on guys from the Middle East. Um, Can somebody speak to Cleopatra though or no? Oh, God. Who okay, knows? who cares? She All didn't right. look like Elizabeth Taylor did in, in, in the original Cleopatra movie, I promise you. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, okay, is it Egypt? I thought so. Like, I thought I wouldn't have thought she was black because I, like, I, mean, I feel like we did that in schooling. I mean, with my children. In that schooling. <laughs> in one of the books, <clears throat> we did Cleopatra, and I thought it was... Egy- or she was Egyptian. I should remember that. Oh, but yeah. I don't, but I don't, so is that so the argument? How, they want her to be Egyptian versus African-American, that which makes is sense many different races. I haven't heard about it. But she I don't know. is I the queen of the Ptolemaic kingdom of Egypt. Well, that really helps us. I mean, I, I, I've already read about it. Okay, we'll move on because um, this is actually old news, but you were asking if something was canceled, and I said, like Cleopatra was. What was that? Oh, oh, the Chinese... Uh, Little Mermaid. I see. Okay, well, that's good pop culture news to know, Russell, that China's oh, a bit man. on the nationalist side. Hold on a second. Freaking uh, Tina Turner died today, man. That sucks. What's love got to do with it? That woman got legs that go on for centuries. Is it bad that she I thought she have already long legs. died? Yeah, well, we get, leave. The door is right there. You, I mean, Tina how many Turner? times did I kid her? I actually thought she might have died. Actually, I think she was one of those celebrities that, like, it was leaked that she had passed, but she didn't. Oh, like, that happens a lot yeah, with celebrities. Because um, I actually thought the same thing, too, when he told me. I love Tina. I thought, I wasn't sure if he was kidding or if he just read that. No, she did. She she died. 
Yeah. Today, 83 years old, I think. And I think she did a her last concert. She was 70-something. Wow. And she still had legs that rocked. She's got great legs, but I'm going to go out on a hunch and say she's not taller than 5'5". Five five. Who cares? Well, you said she's got legs for days. But the muscle. Yes, yeah, she, she does have nice legs, Clydesdale but they're not legs, long. Man, they were all, you know what? They were perfect. I like <laughs> Tina Turner. I, I, millions of people agree with me. Well, she got great legs. They're just not long. All right, so let's go back to Russell's list. We've already knocked out, because we don't need to spend any more time on, our, on Joe Biden's fake news about... Well, the F, is it? What, what's more surprising to me is Matt thought Joe Biden actually said that a white supremacist is under your bed. I know, Why wouldn't I know. Because that's I mean, not surprising for him no. to say oh, anything. Anyway. He mumbles well, stuff. He I got does, hair on my legs and kids he, he like to rub it down. He does say that they are the largest threat, so why not just say they're also under your bed? Because that's about, because no one believes it. I mean, <laughs> the largest threat, I would be like, well, I don't know. We got like some, a lot of other bad things look, happening, like children disappearing or fentanyl boogie, just killing over your friends trying to do cocaine on the weekends. I mean, come on, we the got the boogeyman hides problems. under your bed when you're a kid and you're afraid of this fictional thing. So I'm just or, pointing out that he's he's like hyped up white supremacist. I, I heard so some German last night coming from under my bed. Seek higher Corporatocracy is our greatest threat to democracy. But anyways, I, I digress. Okay, so um, let's see. You got some other topics under there. Tipping was one of them. Oh yes, the I wanted tipping. to bring I'm that one up. That. That's yeah. stupid. In a time where everybody's hurting for money, well, we're supposed t- to tip. I've got. I've got a really. You, you do more. tip I've got on a, your coffee. We've been tipping on coffee I for about five to ten years. When there's a person serving me, I tip them. When I go to the grocery store and buy some apples, I pay for the apples. I don't. Oh, well, let me give you another tip. If you have to walk to the to the counter, if someone has to walk something to you where you're seated, you tip. Otherwise, in uh, you know, if someone carries your bag. You know, I guess the word the the smallest thing is like in Vegas when someone opens the cab door, you know, they're supposed to tip. Yeah, but you're seeing it in places you normally wouldn't. And then today, I didn't tip at the med spa. I felt bad, but I just feel like that's not really what, out there yet. Here's what it, you do. That's here's the hack. What do you tip at a med spa when you spend a few hundred dollars on their services? I tip already? when I go I to get my hair done. It's a um, and I actually had this friend that used to do my hair all the time before I knew you were supposed to tip hairdressers. <laughs> and she, I never tipped her because I didn't know. And I didn't now tip I my hairdresser, tip, like, but it was a few hundred dollars again. So I tip like, my uh, skydiving instructor bucks. every time. Every time we land and walk away alive, I give that sucker a tip. So uh, there's drive. Th- there's a couple of drive-through restaurants that I go to. I get food, and when they when you pay with a credit card, they bring you the receipt on a clipboard with like a tip air thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm in a drive-thru. I shouldn't be tipping. You're so that, right. So what I, what I figured out to avoid this awkward, like, me not tip, because I have to proactively write this yes. the total down, which yeah. is including no tip. I just pay cash. They just bring you the exact change, and there's no questions about it. Or that you is, just thank sign. God for cash. I ignore the tip area, but on those electronic things, when Latte hands you the silly iPad. Oh, That's man, how you get COVID-19. I just, I just totally get guilted, and I usually do a dollar. Because well, it's the drive-thru. What I don't like is they set your card on top of it, so uh-huh. when you go to get your card, you just press you tip press on 25 accident. Press 25, and yeah. it's like the, the largest tip. It happened it's to me trick. the other day. Yeah. And then they're like, do you want us to refund you? Because I was like, yeah, I didn't mean to tip 3 or $5, <laughs> something insane. It's a drive-thru. Uh-huh. And then they're like, well, we could just, it'll just take a second. I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing. I'm like, because now I'm the off. person taking the, the huge tip I did not intend to give. Anyways... But it's um it is creeping in more. Why? You did say at other places that matter. I'm okay with food and like grocery around the stores. Food stuff. Come on, yeah, that doesn't it, make any sense. Yeah. So what's the information on this? What do you? Where do you? I'm not saying I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm just saying what 
What's the news you, about it? Because there is the, 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 this is just a, cha- a cultural change, a technological change. It's easy to implement into uh, technology. I was actually buying a pair of shorts on Instagram, and they have a, they had a stinking tip there on there. That's it was weird. like just to, like in case you wanted to give us more money. Wow. Do that I'm selling explosives. I'm trying to plug in discount you codes should. to see how cheap I can get these shorts. Yeah. that are probably crap anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the ad. You know what? The ad got me. Add a tip, I'm going tip to, to invoice, invoice my government contractors, and on the invoice, it's going to be optional tip: 10, 25, 15 percent. Just be like restaurants and say, oh, sorry, you have too many people there. So it's automatic 18 Automatic 18 You don't have an option. Baby. We it just said, charge you. So yeah. like on the checkout, it ah. said tip. And I was like, tip. And then it had an explanation. Support such and such company. And that was all, you know, like in case you wanted to give us more money, we'll take it. Yeah, right. you know? The IRS does this. You can give them money if you want. Oh, does yeah. anybody do that? No, nobody does this. <laughs> Somebody out there somewhere believes in it. Somebody's done it. I get the groceries, so it, when I do grocery pickup, they're bringing it to my car and putting it in my car for me and closing it. I don't mind giving them a couple bucks for a tip. Sure. And the baggers. I remember somebody's when I was a doing kid, something above. Yeah, when I was a kid and we would go to the grocery store, my grandmother would always tip the bagger. That's nice. It just was what you do. Did he walk you out with the... They offer to. Yeah. Yeah. They offer to. And H-E-B does. Do you need help out? I'm like, yeah. What happened to altruists? Like, like people just helping you without mm. needing a tip. Nobody's back. ever offered to carry my shit. Now, I do want to say, I mean, for, especially for those listening abroad, America is set up with jobs that are paid in full, not needing. A, well, at least set up back in the day, not needing a tip. And then some jobs here are set up where they are going need your tip in order to make money. And Americans are really usually aware of that. Yeah, like a waitress. Um, yeah, and then you would assume this guy taking your groceries to your car, like growing up, that was actually supposed to be done, especially for like the elderly and the moms and stuff. Whereas now, yeah, that. Anyways, I don't know. I've, now I feel a bit guilty about my med spa. I stiffed them. It's okay, but I mean, you're already paying hundreds of bucks. But the people doing that aren't really getting the hundred bucks. The company is getting the hundreds of dollars. And they get a base pay per. That's a thing good that question. Where does the tip go when you tip a grocery store? Oh, that's yes. If you tip, okay. If you tip on, if you were to tip online, if you're doing self checkout, probably doesn't. If you're doing you, self yeah, checkout and you give a tip, they um, divvy it out. Unless you're giving cash directly to the person, yeah. it may even be divided up. So a lot of people intentionally tip with cash to the person they want to actually receive. That's it. what I like to do. Yeah, that's what them. my that's what my dad does. Because uh, if you to pay with a credit card, even if he pays with a credit card, he will personally hand cash to the wait staff he wants yep. to get because they can slip that in their pocket and they. Act, they I mean, maybe they they get it. Maybe they're not supposed to. Yeah, they. But they, they at least have the option to get a hundred percent of it. And they don't have to claim it on their taxes because it was cash. Right. That's another benefit. But I wonder. Technically, I bet they're supposed to. Um, Report to the restaurant and then add it mm-hmm. to the pool and then only get a fraction. But who knows? Oh, certain places depends do that, on the yeah. restaurant. Yeah, because it depends on the. Stuff. A lot of bars are like that because they'll tip the barbacks out. Yeah, if it has a bar, it gets more complicated. Yeah. Okay. Well, seems like there's not much else going on, guys. So. <laughs> okay, that's a wrap. I'm just talk about kidding. the Bible. I mean, I feel like we should just talk, jump into North Face and Target, try to have an intellectual conversation if we even feel like it. I mean, so, Tim Cast did a pretty good job. Matt, of, Matt's tired of talking about. Well, I, I got one. I know it's going to come up, and I've, I got a thought about it. Well, okay, let me just brief, or we should all brief the situation. But 
You know, I'm kind of surprised because we're about six weeks after Bud Light, maybe seven or eight weeks after the Bud Light debacle. And I feel like the Target campaign just was released about three or four days ago and North Face maybe today or yesterday. So this is pretty new. So they didn't. And however, it is said now. Okay, so Target obviously probably have seen, you know, go to YouTube and look for the tuck friendly swimsuit edition. Basically, we're... Um, trans women can wear a, a bathing suit that gives your genitals enough room to stay comfy, but She's yet not fall so out. so hard to not offend anybody. And uh, I know I had to think about what the technical term was. And then they have chest binding suits. I don't know what that means. And then they also have, um, you know, they have shirts and clothing for kids and stuff that's going to celebrate Pride Month. But they also hired a, a Satanist, and he, that's what he is. His brand is a Satanist. There you and go. when you look at his Instagram, I mean, I have to say the art colors are all pastels, so they're pretty cool. I'm a person that likes pastels. But it, it's very, like, for me, I interpret art. I, I, you got to look at it, and it's pretty interesting. You've got skulls and... Um, a lot of skeletons. I mean, there's a lot of skeletons, and it's like Satanist. Um, Satan loves pronouns and um, witches love abortion. And it's just all these weird kind of like darker sayings. Healthy stuff. Well, Target hired him to design their Pride Month clothes. So that's also happening. And then North Face, when Matt and I saw the commercial, the drag queen they hired to promote, to promote this year's Pride collection, I, we actually did think it was a joke. I thought it was a, a conservative right person trolling them. <laughs> we went to the website, found the, the line of clothing. I suggested that Matt get some of their rainbow shorts. And there he was. The drag queen was on their website. Patagonia. I mean, I'm talking over the top. It's, instead of Patagonia? She's <laughs> Patagonia. He oh, is Patagonia. And it, I mean, so, okay. So after that happened, um, I did hear, though, that Target has now worked, which is weird about the timing. Now Target's concerned about the backlash about their tuck friendly swimsuits and have removed all of the swimsuits. They removed one, like, it was, I guess you'd say, down to one third of it to the back of their stores because they're scared of the Bud Light. Um, you I, know, I don't think they. I don't think that they understand. People aren't going to quit going to Target. Let's face it; it's I, too convenient. Tar- They've tar- got tar- too much tar- stuff. Tar- they're too. Tar- cheap. I know. Well, no. Okay, so go to Walmart. Or here's the thought, though: Look, women don't. We don't care. You're right. Women are more simplistic. Men are more worried about. I ain't drinking. I ain't looking gay. So they're not drinking no, the Bud Light. No, it's, women. That's not about but, that. Hey, I know friends that have already deleted the apps. What app? Unsubs- for Target? And I'm subscribed from their emails. I mean, Russell, if you I'll see... I'm dropping the-, the bucket. Look, it's, the, the swimsuit was pretty bad, but the Satanist stuff, if you have children and you're looking at the clothes that... I mean, that's pretty weird. It, here's I mean, why... Even if it, it doesn't even have to do with trans or anything. It's just... Yeah, Jennifer, why go buy your kids some clothes new- that says Satan Satan loves you. Or witches love, love abortion. It's just yeah. the oddest thing yeah. in the world. You want your kids wearing that? That'd be great. But here's yeah. why tar- the Target boycott isn't going to be as effective as Bud Light. For Bud Light, all you have to do is just not drink some crappy beer, and there's tons of alternatives. <laughs> and wherever you're buying this beer, there's going to be a ton of competitors to choose from. It's super. It's the most easy boycott to ever participate in. Target, on the other hand, like some people, it may be the most convenient and Baby most... Registry most convenient store to shop at with the best prices they they kind of got a monopoly on a bunch of cheap crap so i don't think it's going to be as effective like people are gonna be like yeah screw target but you know i'm still gonna go there because it's like next to my house okay let's ask i'm gonna drive another five miles to go to another grocery but if you were a mother or a father i think you might because i also don't have children guys jennifer what does a parent think of this 
So the last time I went in there, they had this whole section of pride stuff. <clears throat> and it was pointed out to me, and I just... Yeah, and it was actually one of the first things that I saw when I went in the store. You go past the little dollar section, and there it was. Which is I love rainbows. Fine. I mean, it's it's fine. Um, I I don't really just love Target anyway. I can go in there and spend nothing. Doesn't like it's easy for me. A lot of people that really like Target, they can't come out of there without spending. Absolutely, bucks. it's like hard. Walmart. You can't go in there and not spend money. I mean, a bunch. But I feel like anything I can get in there, I can get somewhere else. Yeah, Walmart. If I walk in there and I see all this Satan stuff, I'm going to walk right back just out. just weird. I'm not, like, I shouldn't have to answer questions from my six-year-old child or three-year-old child. Or Why is the devil a good thing, that. Mom? But it doesn't raise the hair on your back. Because I'm trying to tell Russell, there are parents, like, we don't have kids, so I don't think we're really digesting the culture war that parents might be facing. Mm -hmm. Shit, my kids ain't. Yeah, I actually know somebody. I'm not going to say names or, you know... How I know them. But I know some people that were, I'm going to try to not make it confusing. A man and a woman. They had a child. The man became a woman. The woman became a man. And they decided they would raise their child as a boy. She was a girl. And they decided that when she was probably three. So that child has no clue. It'll be what, a lot of money to a mental well, How health. old is the child now? Six, seven, eight. I Are they know. healthy? I don't. Wait, so the, the hang on. Well, I have a up. question. If they both flipped genders and they stayed together and they were attracted to each other, weren't they just reverting back to being a heterosexual couple? Pretty much. So they're cisgendered and bigoted. <laughs> cisgendered and bigoted. I'm just well, saying. Well, their whole, this is not even the whole story. The whole scenario is they ran off with another child that belonged to somebody else, basically kidnapped her, ran from this the Child Protective Services, and a lot of other things that they so did stable. illegally, and then to decide, oh, she thinks she's a boy. She's three. And now Get them some hormone actually, blockers. That's, they would. Jeez. That's the sad part. My dad, would, like my Nazi dad shit. would have transitioned yeah. me when I was younger. I truly was 100% a tomboy. I actually did ask oh, you dad been... for a sex change. I remember where I was when I asked. And I'm very happy being female now. What, in 1980? I forgot you're transgender, Bet. I played, I mean, you I were could throw boy for spiral sure. football. Yes. I can spiral I can name you all the guys I was best friends with. I had a Braves hat. I had all the Braves people sign it. I mean, I was lockstep. I wanted to be a boy. You I asked, asked for dad. that? You I were, asked how dad. How old were you? Yes. How old? Um, maybe fourth grade or younger. You were transgender. I oh. asked dad. And so you wanted I can to get say, a wiener. I'm very happy. My dad just... Didn't even say anything because right, it's it was just retarded. me being a tomboy. Yeah. So yeah. you actually? No, I remember you, I asked. You yeah. Wanted a surgery, but I just probably wanted attention. She I don't know. know I she wasn't didn't know a surgery was an option. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I didn't know it was an know. option. I was just like, that's what I wanted. It. So I was like, I want to be a boy, Dad. You know what I mean? I remember though. I. I yeah, but uh, yeah, and your dad did the right thing, which is even, haha. He okay. didn't even say anything. I Whatever. don't even remember because it wasn't a thing to me. It was just what I liked and who I was at the time. Aren't you glad you didn't get mutilated? Oh. Oh gosh! No, I'm already. Life is already so hard. I don't need any hormones or changing or anything. I'm very happy with. Well, I guess they'd have given her testosterone. Oh, but I don't. I don't get how they can. Get I away already with have that enough hair. Thank you that I'm zapping off. <laughs> um, can you hand me a beer? Uh, the strawberry one. Yeah, I don't know how they get away with that because do you ask your three year old? Oh, do you want a shot today? No. Oh, okay, great. You can make your own decisions because yeah. you're three. Right. Five, oh six, yeah. Eight, so back whatever. to that. So you were going somewhere like I know somebody. So were you gonna? I pretty much just finished what I it? said. But, but the kid the kid. kid doesn't. The kid doesn't. I, I want a strawberry. No. I want one of these. Okay. Good. 
The kid doesn't know what they want at three years old. They don't know, just like you said. We're like, oh, I want to be a boy today. Can, can you believe we have to say this? No, I, I can't. This is, this is crazy. No. So, how about they make it rule like every other rule? Oh, when you're 18 or 21, you can make that decision. Yeah, why don't we send three-year-olds off to war? Like, if they're like, I don't like Saddam Hussein, you know, then we should just sign up three-year-olds. They're ready to go, right? They know what sex they want. Yeah, because they'll so, win the war because they're just going to throw a tantrum. Tra- parachute, buddy. Hey, when you're at 7,000 feet, pull the cord. Bye. Good luck. All right. So, okay. Any other intellectual thoughts about Target? And okay. So, North Face, they actually did have the same uh, guy, drag queen, do a commercial for them last year. Same time. It was a, he was a large silver tent in the field. Um, so, yeah. So I was actually kind of surprised to hear this about North Face. I guess I'm surprised to see it happen after the Bud Light thing. Any other intellectual thoughts on our culture war? Yeah, I got one. You guys remember the book uh, Lord of the Flies back when they made you read stuff in school? Do you remember that? They didn't make us read read that. Do you know the story of Lord of the Flies? No. Okay. Well, Lord of the Flies is set. It was written, I think, in the 50s sometimes, but I think it's set in the future during a war. And a bunch of British schoolboys, Beth, you'd like that. Oh, yes. Are uh, (laughs) a bunch of... 35 Smooth. to 45, please apply. Yeah. A bunch of British schoolboys are on a trip somewhere, and their plane either gets shot down or it has engine trouble. I'm not sure, but it crashes near an island in the Pacific, and we're, we're led to believe. And all these schoolboys uh, wash up on this island. The pilot is dead. There's no adults. They're all between the ages, let's say, of 12 to like 15 years old. And uh, they they start developing a series of hierarchies and and it, it divides. So there's the guy that you would classically call alpha who is uh, leading it with extreme masculinity through brute force, tyrannically. Uh, he's in charge of hunting he, and, and all the people under him are the ones building the fires and preparing the meat and they're hunting the pigs on the island. But then you have the, the intellectual side, which are... Uh, like a little fat boy who has glasses. They call him Piggy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's no politically correct bullshit with a bunch of school-age boys on an island with no adult supervision, okay? Um, but there's this one character that is, I guess, the main character of the book, and he is he's definitely a leader but more of an intellectual type, and he decides in the end that he needs to break away from this guy that's going overboard extreme masculinity and basically two camps develop on the island and what ends up happening is they revert to savages and they all to some degree revert to savages piggy ends up getting killed they throw him over a cliff and and smash his head um i think a few others get killed they end up going overboard with the pigs too like sexually they they make it uh it's kind of alluded to back then when they made these movies in this book of course it wasn't graphic but they stuck the head of the pig on a stick and it and it talked about how the flies were crawling through its skull and it, it almost became a, like they worshiped it it was like satan and they started bowing to this thing and they would stick the poker up the rear end of the pig and they were kind of alluding to you know sexual activities i guess and the whole thing just fell apart, and it ends up with the island is on fire, and a soldier, uh, a landing craft, military operation, actually pulls up on the island, and 
sees this island on fire and all these kids come out looking like little savages and they're just blown away like what the hell happened to y'all they don't even recognize these little kids they look like like savages and oddly enough i think that first film was filmed in Vieques, which i have uh you know a history with but anyway i feel hey i'll let you like, flex matt owns land on Vieques island all right uh, keep well, going thanks that's you flexing but um <laughs> So I really feel like our country right now, like all the adults are gone. And, and I feel like either, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm, don't think I'm piggy, but I'm that other guy that's not just going ape shit, wanting to kill things and all that. And we're definitely not going that way. We're, we're going a weird sexual way. But I feel like all the adults left and they're not coming back. Like, I don't know where the guys are that built our rocket ships. Well, that's Elon Musk, you know, but he's not, we're not making him our hero. You know, we're not building, like, we made restaurants called Sonic. Why Sonic? Because at that time in the 50s and 60s, you know, we, we were going to space. That was our goal. We Science was what our focus was on. Um, but the, they're still there. They're just kind of sidetracked. And I feel like our main focus is this lunchroom where all the adults have left. They've made it very clear they're not coming back. We're in charge. And I'm getting nervous because I feel like we're hitting that point of, of that critical mass before everything goes truly apeshit. Um, what, what comes next after this? Really, stop and think. What comes next after bathing suits where men tuck their balls in and pretend that they're women and, and uh, you know we're telling kids at three and four years old to switch their sex? Seriously, go five and ten years old Further than that, it's not going to fall back. The adults are not coming back to rein us in. I think it's obvious that um, pedophilia is the next frontier. And animals, that, that animal shit, what do you call it? Uh, bestiality. bestiality. Yeah, yeah so, okay. but, but here's my thing. If they're not coming back, keep in mind that a healthy environment does have diversity, uh, but everybody has value. And that means that old hard, crusty, you know, you may say Christian guy over there that is uppity or whatever, holding his values. We, we're like doing away with him, and we need them. We need somebody pulling that way. We need somebody that, that, that says, hey, here's a moral standard that we need to set to. And we've basically shunned all that, and we're going extreme the other way. You know, extremes anyway is not really good, but... This is extreme. If you took somebody from 1999, if you took somebody from 2010, 12, 2016, and you said, hey, watch the news of what's happening in 2023, they'd be blown away. Um, I think, uh, you know, we follow the money, follow the trail with North Face and uh, Target. Vanguard and BlackRock, I believe, are ownership and stakes in those companies. So, I mean, because... You know, there's the conspiracy idea that Bud Light and Bud, Bud Woke and what's it, Bud, Bud White? Oh, well, they got some cute names for them. That uh, that Bud was woke. intentional, meaning like they knew they'd lose money. So some people are saying the you, it's intentional, like you know you're going to lose the money. But um, so it's the narrative of what do they want? Um, I mean, is there, and, and look, I'm such an easygoing person and like so chill. It's hard for me to really believe, like, are there really Dr. Evils at BlackRock and Vanguard? Um, which reminds me that today that they did have that meeting in Lisbon about the AI. We'll get to that. But uh, I don't know. What are y'all's thoughts? I mean, do you, Russell, you're familiar with Vanguard and BlackRock. 
what would they gain by, uh, I guess, confusing the children? Because, Matt, I do say that's a... I like the way you sum that up. Like, in 10 years from now, what does our future look like if you have children that are so confused? You know, think about how confusing it was for us growing up. I mean, we actually played ball in the street in, like, four square. We skinned our knees. Um, I had no confusion about gender or my roles, even though I already told y'all on this podcast I wanted to be a boy, but that still felt really normal and healthy to me. Um, I, I still struggle with... with um, my mental health every single day. So I couldn't imagine what it would be like for children in the future. I want to say something real quick. And then I do want Russell to say this, but to your point of the way it was when we were kids, let me tell you how it was when my dad was a kid. The, The local jail was in our town, downtown. And my dad's friend, his father was the sheriff and a bunch of kids, all the buddies, six, seven of them, would go up to the jailhouse and there was a pile of guns that they had taken from the prisoners, a pile just laying in the corner of the jail. One of them was a belt fed 30 caliber machine gun on a rolling mount. Okay. The kids would take these guns. The sheriff would check them, make sure they're empty and they would run around the town playing cowboy and Indian with real guns that they took from the police station. And they would bring them back at the end of the day and throw them back in the pile. They would go to the riverbank and shoot tin cans, and the cops would come over and shoot tin cans with the kids and their parents on the riverbank in town. We've come a long way. You could order artillery back then. You could buy dynamite at the hardware store. We have always had these scary things. If you're doing it, I always hear, trust the science. Baby, I trust the science. That shit never changed. And he's a chemist, so he actually is a scientist. We changed. Those things, those inanimate objects, and the accessibility to them was way more 60, 70 years ago. You could buy Thompson submachine guns like nobody's business. That availability was way more accessible then. It didn't change. We did. Or our population changed, or maybe it didn't. I could be wrong. Um, I guess to rope... Thank you for that, Madam. It's a good um, a n- good way to picture it. Russell, what were you going to... S- do you have any thoughts on Vanguard and BlackRock? Because, and- uh, I mean, I heard that theory tossed out, you know, more than once that they're behind um, a lot of the grooming, I guess you would call it grooming, of um, our youth and these odd... Well, basically just making life about genitals. Let's just call it what it is. Like, we grew up... <laughs> I, I didn't need you, Jennifer, or any of you to interview me and know what I like to rub my crotch on. Ugh, or, nobody wants to know. Or what I thought my crotch identified as. I was just there to fucking punch numbers into your computer as fast as I can or fake it. But you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I mean, not fake it, but like fake work fast. Anyways, there you go, Russell. I'm throwing the ball to you now. As you're pondering something, we can do a lot out there. What can you be right, well, specific? Okay. Yes, I am. I'm asking you your thoughts on BlackRock and Vanguard being behind. They're the hands that are saying, "Do do the do these campaigns. Um, let make the children think we should only talk about genitals in life or identify as genitals versus people of character." I think that the general topic is, is and responsibility. Just, That's two things that should be out there. Sorry. I think I think that the the general topic is just one of few. I think that you know that there's also an agenda to um, make men more feminine and uh, 
and have them not be leaders. I, th- I think, but th- that's just one point. Actually, so I think I think we... you're getting you're getting isolated on like genitals. There's a lot of ways to, to attack a society, and um, basically the opposite of any tradition. We know that traditional values and uh, the institution of marriage that procreates, because the most important thing a society can do to exist is is procreate and bring children into the world. That's like the number one thing it has to do self-replicate you have to have it like uh any any cattle farmer knows that the most important thing it can do is uh is procreate you have to keep having babies to so disrupting that if you can disrupt the you know families and disrupt marriages then you're disrupting the way children are are raised and if you can screw the kids up you can also you know when they get later on in life they're not going to be married and having kids cuz they're screwed up and have a psychological problems. So you can disrupt societies as a whole this way. So you could say with your analogy with men being less manly and okay so to Jordan Peterson's like main point which is responsibility. So you're saying they're teaching us to be less responsible but let me ask you this why would they want to disrupt society? Why is a bunch of shareholders in these large conglomerates interested in screwing us up? Well, if you're trying to so see, you're asking me about like BlackRock and you're trying to find like some financial incentive, which and isn't I can, it always though financial incentive or I don't think so. I doesn't it doesn't make so not only do the things they're doing not make any uh, financial sense, but you, you have to also realize that they're they're city they're they're cantillionaires. They get money printed and handed to them. They're part of the system. They they don't need to like turn a profit in a traditional way in what you're thinking. So like money, they're beyond they're beyond money. So you're then, thinking So this doesn't okay, so then we could toss them out of the whole idea of them being behind it then. So I just don't know why we're no. doing this to ourselves. Because the adults live. I don't think so. I, I just don't think I don't think you're gonna make any sense of it if you continue to think about it from like a human versus human trying to with human incentives problem. The only way to view it properly in my opinion, what makes any sense is a spiritual battle. That's the yeah. only thing that makes sense. Really, I'm. I mean, how do you think all of these, like the war is happening on 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 society? You know, the only other way it would make sense is if you're somehow sophisticated enough to benefit from, or or if you can collapse Western culture, and then somehow, like at that point, like you've got so much money. Um, you're, it's, I, I think anyone involved in, do, in pulling any strings is beyond money. Like they have. I think you're right. I think it's a manifestation of a spiritual battle. Yeah. Um. Because why would people, if you had money or wanted power, want to collapse on the very society that they have the power of? Because I think something. Otherwise, longer, you're just living in a doomed third so, world shithole. Something bigger that lives longer than mankind moves within men, and I think those, there's two dueling forces there. Well, it's also like the, so, like, if you want to think about it from um, the Hawkins scale of consciousness, which is, you know, like, enlightened at the top and, like, toxic at the bottom, I mean, you could think about it like that, and all the human beings that are, uh, like, a lot of them are down at the bottom, and they're resonating with just toxic crap, so they're they're pulling everybody down, everybody at the top is pulling everybody up, so... You can get, I guess, so low. Like, I wonder about this a lot. Like, well, like Bill Gates, where is he at on that? Like, is he so low? He's like, 
he's got like shark eyes. He's like, you know. Well, one enlightened person can do more than millions. So I guess it'd be very dangerous if Bill Gates was in, in let, let's say, instead of align, enlightened, let's call it alignment, right? Like you're in line with source and creation and creator or whatever for the good. We'll say the you know, good and bad will make it easy for you. And for anybody that doesn't want to get too religious, um, I don't. I think Bill Gates definitely is like a neutral because he has a lot of intellect, but his vibration of what he wants is probably like neutralizing it. I think he's bought into the whole shrink in the world population, though. Um, yeah, I human, th- but what? But how would you? Are, but, bad here's idea. What's, but here's what's funny is how could you have one smart billionaire saying, "I want to shrink the population." You have the next smart billionaire, Elon Musk, saying, "Guys." I'm sounding the alarm for the millionth time. We are facing a human crisis yeah, but and shortage of people. The reason soon. the reason he's is he's pro-human. He's being called a speciesist. Yeah, speciesist. So he he what a sexy guy. He thinks humans are good and that we should colonize the stars. And then the other idea, I think the the other people think that humans are bad and we're like we're destroying the planet. We should just do. Them. There's also the um, extinction rebellion. Have you guys seen this? These people, they're like, think we all should kill ourselves, but yet they. I've not, heard of that. They're not killing themselves. They're just like taping them or painting. They're gluing oh, themselves gosh. to paintings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love their. Well, I don't want to get into that. I heard Elon's reasoning behind that. He says that, you know, if, if you have a hundred people, a percentage, a very small percentage of those people are going to be really intellectual you know, above average intelligence, and they're going to be driven, and they're going to be the 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 movers and shakers that change the world. And he's saying that, well, extrapolate that out. If we have more people, we're going to have more of that small percentage. It's almost like enriching uranium for a bomb uh, or, or doing a chemical process where the top 5% gives you what you need. Well, you have to do a lot of it to get more of it. So he's like, to get more of these people, they're going to help us move beyond where we're at. We need more people because as we shrink that crowd... I mean, just for instance, let's say that everyone in the world was dead except for the people in our town. Let's say about 3,000 people. Mm. How many of those people at 3,000 know how to keep a power plant running? Or can fly a plane. Or can Well, you know, a few of them can fly a plane, but how many of them know how to go and extract ore to make copper, to make wire, to make the cell phone tower run? Now, it takes a lot of people to sustain the technological level we're at. And so Elon's reasoning is we need more people to keep pushing this. What you're kind of alluding to is that all of our technological innovation is a direct result of population growth. So it only stands to reason that uh, the more we can grow our population, the more technological innovation we're going to have. I, I would say numerically that's correct because look at just my children, for instance. They don't all have the same aptitude. One wants to be a farmer. Uh, Sarah, God, you have a, she's going to well, be. So, so what, you're, what you're talking about is... advancement. What you're talking about is a larger talent pool to draw from for yeah, innovation. But exactly. that not only do you have that, you have... When you view when you view what you are, human species is good, and you're having an expansive mindset, and you, and you have the necessity to technologically innovate. Had we only oh. had small cities and small populations, would we have ever figured out how to build skyscrapers? No, we okay. don't need it. And so on innovation, good innovation for the good of people until the snake eats its tail, right? So is that why they were meeting? So the, the 
the powers that be, the 1%, like you could call them, like it sounds like the Bilderberg Group, they met today in Lisbon to talk about the AI technology. You know, what did they say about it? Well, I don't know. That The news was that they were just meeting. Like, that's news itself. I wonder what. Because they're, you know, so you, you say that we should, I get it, keep making ba- people so we can keep innovating. I mean, how much innovation is enough, right? Because we, I mean, my opinion, but the answer to life and happiness and fulfillment is 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 self-realization the point of life is to find god to find purpose so technology is just a distraction from that so how much in and i already can order you know i can do everything i don't even have to leave you know like all i have to do is blink and everything is done right we have complete We've, you know, everything's on command, right? Yeah, to your logic, so, you're thinking point. way too small. So, like, how much what, is what enough? What, there's an yeah, entire, innovation. there's an entire universe uncolonized out there. So, like, you're all thinking right, entirely right. too small. So you're talking small. about yeah, split, what, if split, God okay. likes to be loved, more people to love Him is better. I mean, I guess you're right. Like, I could get sick of hiking mount, beautiful mountains in my life. So, space exploration might be needed in case my curiosity needs to keep getting stroked. Because I guess you're right. I could die well, look, bored in this you, lifetime on earth what like um do you realize people had to get on a boat and and risk their life at sea in some wooden piece of crap boat for I'm, like I'm two do- months hey, to I'm, get on this continent i'm doing that in nine months and going then they to Europe. stole this land that's but, right uh, and then they yeah. had hostiles when they're here yeah yeah so we don't have that sense of adventure. You're right. So no, I guess you're saying uh, we, we need to keep a fra- fi- pioneering. A, a fraction of humanity absolutely does have that sense of uh, of expansive. Like they want to go explore, and 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 these are going to be the people that make the first trip to Mars in the next year or two. Yeah, that, I, I relate to that uh, speech that was given in that movie with with Shelby. Uh, it was Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah, he says. Uh, my grandfather said, or my dad said, son, a truly blessed man is a man who knows, who loves what he does, for he'll never work a day in his life. And he said, but there are a few. And he said, and there's damn few, but they have something in life that they have to do. And he goes, I'm one of them. And, and I understand that. I relate to that. I'm driven by what I do. And, and it took me a long time, and I've only recently come to terms with the fact that, and it's okay, but I'm different. Like, a lot of people do not have a passion for something like that. They don't. I talk to a lot of people, and I'm like, well, what do you love to do? And, they, and they're like, well, I like to travel. Uh, I like to take pictures. But you ask me what I like to do. I like to blow shit up. I like explosives. And I like the chemistry behind it. And I like developing products that surround that. It's not the money. It's not the it's, – it's nothing of that. It's, it's about freedom. But the freedom to do what with all my free time? make explosive devices it's what i do i mean somebody has to do it and i love doing it uh but there's not a lot of people that do that and that that goes back to that uh percentage thing you have a very small percentage of people that know they're like i i don't just like to do it i have to do it what's up we have another thing. I'm just typing notes for our new virtual assistant that will be uploading our podcast. Um, so Whenever I talk, Beth turns off. So. No, I heard you. Um, shoot, I'm sorry. I'm second beer, so I'm not that bright and it's late. But, I mean, I was listening, but I've heard, you know, I've heard it. I'm your bestie. I heard it oh, all. Oh, yeah. It's true. I feel like we were talking about something else, but all right. Colonizing space or something. <laughs> well, the people... 
the people that are going to colonize space. Sidetracked on map blowing stuff up. Oh, sorry. That's. Well, I'm saying the people oh, that are going to so- colonize space are those few that have it. They have to do it. They're driven. Yeah, people are different. You know, you're going to have outliers that want to that want to that want to. Um, you know, that's 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 why the genetic diversity works, and uh, you know, a couple of them are going to be oddball enough to want to actually put themselves on a spaceship and cast themselves out into the space. God bless and, them and that's procreate what moves us forward. Yeah, but we got to have a population. To have that percentage, so need to uh, need to get sexy time going, and that means man and woman. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't know. Well, you're right. I'm just gonna make a joke about me freezing my eggs, but thank God. Yeah, at least you're being proactive. I'm trying, I'm trying to be proactive. Yeah, I mean, you actually have good genetics. You should push that on. Yeah, yeah. British guys, For the most part, she's available. Yeah. Yeah, 35, 45, please apply. <laughs> All right, Russell, back to current topics. So we were actually talking. That actually answered my question. Thank you on the Vanguard stuff. I'll be thinking about it over the next few weeks if it's uh, powers that be or more spiritual warfare and all designed by Maya for us to make the world spin. Um, oh, it's so complicated, right? Yeah, I mean, on top of that, we have a lot of war stuff happening right now. Um, Jennifer, what other topic did Russell read that you want to talk about? The really old Bible that sold for oh, $8 yes. million. Dollars. I wish I had that one that under the pew. That was one of my fa- wanted to ask about. <laughs> so I think so. You mentioned it was a Hebrew. So it's Jewish, right? Which is makes it even more valuable. Like a rabbi would need to read it. Or a Jewish person. Did it have the New Testament in it? Yeah. What? <laughs> um... It's one of the it was what I was surprised by. It's one of the oldest surviving biblical manuscripts. So there's another one out there somewhere. Well, how old is it again? Say that. Eleven hundred years old. Oh well, it it could have the New Testament in it. Really? Jesus was like two thousand years ago. Oh yeah, like nine hundred no, years after. That's Jesus. a good. I thought when you said that for whatever reason, I heard like King James. You know, I heard. I th- I thought the you know they have like modern translations, yes. and I thought you were referring to a modern translation. But no, the New Testament is can be written in Hebrew, right? Or can be written in anything as yeah. long as it's after Jesus. I mean, that's what it's about. It'd be interesting to hear the translation from that Bible versus now. Yeah, that's true. Because it's been translated so many times in Good so point. many languages. Somebody who's really rich is wants to get to the bottom of what it actually says, so they're like, "I'm going to go back and then have." They're going to pay for someone to translate it for them. Thirty-eight million, huh? Yeah. Dang, I um. Well, it's off topic. Cheap. But I was watching. Uh, actually, this is on topic for current events. Air came out, and I want to say I didn't know what it was about. I just you know saw it was number one on Amazon Prime and hit play. And uh, man, it was nostalgic. I'll actually give a shout out to my mom who's passed. She used to wait in line with all the, you know. She's a woman would wait in line at like six a.m. Do you remember she'd leave early for the malls, Russell? To go buy me Air Jordans, and she would stand in line. All right, let's just—I'm just gonna be real. She'd be the only white woman in line, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like with a lot of like black guys, because like okay, mainly the people that wore like those shoes are black guys that uh-huh. play basketball. And I actually—I uh, played a ton of basketball with the guys here in town. To put it simply, again, going back to my tomboy, yeah, she would. So we knew the days that it come out. Anyways, so Air came out, which was an awesome film about um, greatness, about Michael Jordan, and. 
and Nike, the legend of Nike wouldn't exist. All of that wouldn't be here today unless that story that you will can watch on the film. But I found that interesting that a guy, a guy in the, sh the show or the story um, was offered money for the uh, Martin Luther King speech. So when he was done, he walked off stage, the guy was there and he gave him his speech and uh, the first half was accurate, and then you could see the part where he completely changed it. He apparently he uh, improved with the crowd and like went with the mood and went a different direction. And I don't know, it made me think of the Bible thing where like um, he's a normal, regular person, and he would not ex ex um, for no amount of money would he sell it. Mm. That's integrity. That's like that's special. That's pretty cool. Like if, I mean, he lo obviously it moved him the speech, but like it moved him enough where he wouldn't sell. That speech for no amount of money. Imagine being the one. And it was the I have the a dream. It was the I have the dream speech. Sorry, I should have prefaced. Hey, that's holy the, money. The Bible? I don't know. That thing's been yeah. changed so many you times. You had something that old and it's the Bible. Why would you want to sell it? Well, I would just photocopy every page then sell that sucker for 38 mil and be like, peace, bro. I still got it. You know it. what I do? I'd sell you the Huge part history. that they took, they changed in 535 AD when they took out reincarnation. I just I definitely released that one. The I strongest know. deja vu. Yeah, because we've done podcasts in this room before. No, 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 no. About it, reincarnation. It, 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 so deja vu in my head is more about colors and feel than, than actual physical surroundings, if, I, if that makes any sense. But what's weird about my deja vu is... I get a feeling for what's coming next, and and it usually happens. It's weird. You gonna tell us what it was? You gonna surprise us? Like that? What? That's what I was talking about right there. No, it's a feeling. It's it's. I can't explain it. A freaking language sucks, y'all. I feel like an alien stuck in a body when the half the controls are broke because it's, like, it's the kind of stuff you just keep to yourself. Oh, sorry. You don't have the words for what you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? That was cool. I got another topic. I ain't going to lie. I do think um, our beers are gotten to us. No, mine. I can handle it. Water and coffee. Hey, gotten is the block, wrong, what you got? Wrong dialect. I don't anywhere. remember the rest of the topics. Uh, you said I, you got a topic. No, I said, do we have another Look, topic? We oh. didn't graze over that there's a road 7,000 years old in Croatia, 16 feet under the water. Guys, we blooped this episode, and we talked about it already, recorded and unrecorded it, so... We did. That's a good topic too. We already talked about it though. I would like to Just know kidding. what that road is made out of, and they can do all these roads that they keep having to redo every two years. Yeah, so, right. With the same yeah. thing. Seven thousand. Um, I'm actually just curious how they can identify it as a road. I mean, like, hey, this part, like, for ten feet wide, is crushed rocks well, maybe versus it's over there. Oh, you're right. It's maybe. cobblestone road. I well, mean, hey, how exactly they road seven thousand years. If ago. you look at it, it's a it's a bunch of stones that are clearly laid by like laid to pave a road i mean it's a paved road it's a paved road of stone and maybe they have mortar and like lime concrete in between for mortar so how wow. do they date it back seven thousand years I, I mean i guess they just do it the same way they date everything back they just science i trust it no that's a really good question if you look at like the the uh it's like if you look at what they if you actually read the article it's like 3,000 to 10,000. I like that. I like that they're not trying to say they know it all. Yeah. Plus, minus. No, they, they definitely don't know. But there's a lot of debate. Like, if you watch, uh, is it Ancient Apocalypse? Have you guys seen that with Graham Hancock? There's a lot of debate about just how old, like, the 
Egyptian pyramids are and the a Sphinx. Lot. Yeah, so especially like, Sphinx. I think he thinks like that it's uh, thousands of years older than what there's what traditional science says it is. Yeah, from what I heard, I, I kind of think that the pyramids date back to before the Egyptians. I think they came along and they were there. Yeah, so he thinks they actually rebuilt it, and when you rebuilt some of that stuff, and when you go down in them, you can actually see a difference in the stone and the construction style. Mm. And he thinks like this is like okay, this was ten thousand years ago, and this is you know what five thousand years ago or whatever. But um, yeah, the story of the those pyramids, we we would need a whole podcast just on it. It's mind-blowing it's crazy mind candy so much stuff about the construction of it the shape of it how it affects electromagnetic waves if you visit there in person can you go inside the pyramids parts of it i think well i don't be know a let down that. be a let down well here's what's weird there's a tunnel that goes down like 250 feet that goes for miles apparently but they've got it blocked off and they won't let anybody in there and underground and it was, it, it's not like we modern, modern people made that tunnel. That tunnel dates way back. These guys tunneled this perfect tunnel deep underground. And I didn't know it, but in Turkey somewhere, there are cities that can hold 50,000 people plus their livestock underground. And there's all these theories about how ever so often the earth corrects itself and the ancients knew that. And they would build these basically bunkers to put whole civilizations in to withstand the changing effects of the switching of the poles or whatever. Some people say that the pyramids are a are an ancient power source. Some of the hieroglyphics show them like getting energy out of it. It's known that the pyramidic shape has uh, an effect on electromagnetic energy. Uh, Tesla seems to hint at that. You know, it is funny. We we've got a, a giant sun reacting out there that's just solid nuclear explosion one after another, um, generating a lot of energy. And we're sitting on a massive magnet that's spinning in space. I mean, you'd think that somebody would have figured out a way to harness this. Harness what, though? All this energy that's naturally around us that's not going to go anywhere. Nuclear, solar? Not just nuclear, but okay, so there's solar, but there's also, we're sitting on a magnet that's spinning. It's got a north and a south pole. It's spinning. All you need is a conductor stationary to that, and you have all the electricity we would basically be the equivalent of bacteria living on a motor. We 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 could power everything. Yeah, a lot of people think the pyramids were uh, power generators. Yeah. Oh shoot, that's cool. Yeah. It's super cool. Yeah. We got a big enough that. shop. We should build one out there and like get a meter out and test things. Yeah, there's something to that magnet thing actually, because I mean, well, not to get off topic, but the key to human self-realization and where we come from and what we are is. We're just like a magnetized energy body that doesn't understand our poles. So, yeah, understanding the largest pole that we have uh, north and south of the Earth and how to utilize it it actually might be a better answer than nuclear energy, which is, in my opinion, the best option for us to have a green world. And it it is safe, but that's what we've already discussed that. That's already, like, obvious. It's actually... Nuclear energy is now becoming more popular and not so bad when you mention it and talk about it now. So, word's getting out. It's been a little while since Fukushima. Hey, I asked a friend about that. Oh, actually, I'll say her name. technology. I asked Ashley Ross your question about since Fukushima, why don't, you know, you've always asked. Like, is the ocean toxic now or what? Yeah. What'd she say? Sounds like it kind of just dissipates or 
Oh, the solution to pollution is dilution? Kind of. That's basically what she was it saying. It just went away like a fart in the wind? Hmm. I, but I said radiation never goes away for thousands of years. How, it I, doesn't, I, but it gets spread out. So there's a difference between concentrated radiation. There's yeah. radiation in this room right now. Yeah. But Russell, what's on your mind? Well, I was just thinking, like, you know, if you eat the predator fish that are high on the food chain, maybe they're going to accumulate. If one of them ate one of them radiation particles and you eat, like, a tuna. Just oh, like mercury. mercury. so much fish. Oh, well. Eat the smaller ones. And our sea is so polluted, it's actually bad to eat tuna. Because what about it, salmon? That's what I eat. Any well, I don't know. You'd have to look that one up. But like, yeah, the larger the the fish that eats more fish that eats more fish, the more likely are to have mercury for sure. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, why we were right. always told Tuna never did. when when I would spearfish, uh, always shoot the fish that are pan size. And you'd see these big juicy suckers, and you'd really want that because it's a trophy. But it was, but if you're hunting for food, which is all we did. You actually want to take your smaller fish. And that was because of Cigatera. But, uh, you know, which is neurotoxin, I think. You really didn't want to get that. And I was always kind of nervous because I'd shoot some big suckers. But I'd cook them and eat them. Definitely didn't want to do it with Barracuda, though. Yeah, I've heard that as well. But, I mean, like, I think you'd probably be okay as long as you're not eating Barracuda every day. (laughs) I think a lot of people overhype how bad Barracuda are. Well, I lived on a little bitty island, and everybody knew everybody, and you knew it. There, there would be cases of people going to the hospital from mercury poisoning from from cigatera. What is that? Hell, that is it's a neurotoxin that builds up in these apex predator fish close to shore, and uh, well, I guess everywhere, but that's where we were taking them close to shore. So I always shot, you know, just little pan fish and kept it small. Ate good, ate really good. Used to get a lot of snapper. Free diving. Highly recommend that. It's a wonderful, keeps your body in shape, works on your lungs. It's a great sport. You get to eat, see beautiful stuff. My God. Underwater world's amazing. I hope the ocean, now the Bible says the ocean's going to get jacked up. but it's Well, 95% of it is gone. I mean, we it was 90% when I lived in San Diego in 2011, and now I've heard it's 95%. That's about on track. What do you track. mean? Has been fished out. Oh. We have, we have, technology has outgrown the ocean and man's technology, we have simply just taken the fish out of the ocean. 90% 90 to 90 to 95% is gone. So sad. Um, and it is true. Like if you think about it when you were younger compared to today and you, I mean, this is documented all over the world. Like here's 1990, here's 2015. It's like done, gone. And see, that's the conundrum we get into with this whole population thing. It's, it's like, okay, we need a bigger population because we're going to have more smart well, okay. people. But then, and like, I do want to make a difference. It's not your. It's not like an individual guy going out and spearfishing or fishing. It's all commercial. Oh fishing. no! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I want to make clear. It's commercial fishing that's that's that ruined our seas. And yeah, reefs. I ate like two fish a week. So that's why sus- there is a sustainable fishing council that, like, if you you could look for the blue sticker on your fish to make sure it's sustainable. Like, actually, my favorite um, restaurant. I think they're only in California. It's called Rubio's Tacos. Everything there is sustainable. Meaning the fish have the ability to reproduce and you're not overfishing the seas. I mean, so I used to live in San Diego and I was doing the talk of San Diego as a TV host. And I got to um, go to a bunch of like cool uh, uh, to the universities there and listen to some of the professors speak that were doing a lot of the marine biology stuff. And uh, anyways, I just that's when I really found out just how bad it is. And uh, I kind of became a fan of all the sustainable fish and stuff 
I mean, I'm a big fish person. I was a pescatarian for quite a while, actually. Mm. It sounds like a religion. Pescatarian. It sure does. Yeah. All it means, guys, is that I eat fish. Um, oh, I mean, like, I don't eat red meat or chicken. I eat fish. The sound guy on our TV show was pescatarian. Remember, they had to fly yeah. shit in just for well, him. Well, they would look far and wide for a tuna sandwich for him, yeah. <laughs> pescatarian. Is, what's the religion that's really close to sounding? Presbyterian. It's very close. <laughs> I'm a presbyterian. <laughs> Can you say those words one after the other? Say you can. It's hard. Pes- pescatarian. Pescatarian. Pre- presbyterian. <laughs> presbyterian. Yeah, no, that's hard. I'm a presbyterian and a pescatarian. What are you, Jennifer? You a pres- pescatarian? What are you? Non-denominational. Non-denominational? <laughs> okay. I was raised Baptist, but non-denominational now. I was raised Catholic, and now I'm original Christianity. What about you, Matt? Just a Christian. What about you, Russell? Oh, we already did a podcast about all this. I know we did. <laughs> oh, you're like Jordan Peterson. What? Well, you're, a, you're a Peterson. I heard. I heard. Yeah, what whatever religion. I'm in the Jordan Peterson religion because he's very. Um, I'm in the Peter. I'm a Peterson. He's very I, chameleon about it, but it's. Uh, he has Christian values, but he, he never really like came out and said he was. He Man, just, I don't want to be a part of that Christian cult that just scares everybody away from the Bible and amen. Jesus. Like, these people are weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I well, know. because their logic doesn't make And they sense. call it, yeah. Have you seen that video of Kenneth Copeland defending buying his jet to that reporter? <laughs> that guy, he cracks me up, man. Dude looks like a mannequin that came to life. Eyes get real big. And the woman says, I want to go to this statement you made where you can't fly commercial because you don't want to be in a tube full of demons. I did not say that, and don't you say I did. He's he's trying to explain why he bought this multi-million dollar jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why'd he buy Uh, it? Well, he had, there was some... So he could fly around. He said, said, there's a... There was a... Spread Jesus. He said there was a revival going on overseas, and I was going to make it to that. He said, and I bought it from Taylor Swift, and he sold that Jeep, uh, sold that Jeep, sold that plane so cheap, I had to buy it. Oh. I think it was like five million bucks he's, or something like that. He's the guy that went viral during COVID because he said, Blow the wind of God. Yeah. Sounds like a Baptist preacher. I don't, I, I don't know what like it was. you're talking. I don't know what he is, actually. Southern Baptist. You know, I, I, I have this limiting belief that, you know, I wouldn't be able to start a cult, but if it weren't for that, I think maybe I'd like to kind of start a cult myself. I've been accused of having a cult All already. All you have to do is believe it, Russell, and like be and believe in yourself. And I could be a cult I mean, leader. I've really looked a lot into to, uh, Waco and what's that dude's name? Oh, there's tons David of documentaries Koresh. about yeah, I mean, these cults. I really, it's like these people fall for anything. Yeah, I mean, if David Koresh could get a guy to say, "Let me sleep with your wife," and then, <sighs> and then he's like, "You go, she's all yours, bro." Oh my gosh! Yeah. Hey, I legally am ordained. I paid forty bucks to the state of Florida, and I can marry people. So we could we could actually turn this bill. Oh, we could get out of taxes. This building could be our church. You guys are the congregation. We just start wearing robes and sandals. You'd like you're like, trying to be a Russell, cult leader. You'd have to like people to like to do a cult. He can sit in the back pew. No, they just need to listen. They just have to like him. They just yeah, exactly. There you yeah. go. And and follow. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that means you're like hanging out with people from day to day. Oh. You don't want to actually like your followers. <laughs> yeah, because you got to tell them what to do. Ali, that is some weird stuff though. Drinking punch and. Thinking there's a mothership behind an asteroid and all killing themselves. Uh, you know, I think that's a 
cults are really just indications of human behavior repeated in no matter what society. Just I guess microcosm wanna, of it. You want to belong. You want a, a purpose, a common purpose for all, I guess is the best way to put it. Purpose. Yeah, so it's belonging, community, and purpose. Those are the three things your cult must have. I have to do it in another country because I think the FBI would be way too good at infiltrating my cult. Well, if you did your paperwork, unlike David Koresh, because so I love the point that Matt, like I was talking to Matt about it. He's like, yeah, it was only like a $200 thing he didn't fill out. I mean, yeah, I just know. So All these know, people guys, died for nothing. It, it was legal with what he was doing. He just didn't fill his paperwork out. Yeah, he had a firearms license. And he made, they claim that he made some machine guns. Well, that's just another license. That's another $500 SOT tax. And just fill out the right paperwork. He could have done that shit legal. He was already halfway there. I do want to point out David Koresh, I think both are on Netflix. Like two years ago during COVID, they released the scripted drama version that was like so pro David Koreshians. And then just three months ago, they released the nonfiction docu-series about it, and it was so pro-FBI. ATF. I'd like to at least... Want, I think it's important people should watch both of them, so then you and pick your side you want to lean towards because there's like black and white different stories. Well, I have a friend Who that comes over here. Who fired the first shot? It's always what it boils down he, to. He come, he's an ex-military guy. comes over, and he looks at my tank, and he looks at the explosives and the, the grenade launchers, and he goes, I find it so odd that the stuff you have, legally have, other people are going to jail for 10 and 20 years for. And I'm like, it's it's literally paperwork. You fill out a form. And Matt's awful at paperwork. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I suck at it, but at least I can do this. It's like you fill out a form, you do your homework, you pay the fee. It's nominal. It's, it's not much. And you're legal. I think people don't want to get... They think if they do the paperwork, they'll be put on a list and SWAT teamed or something. No, it's when you don't that you get put on the list. <laughs> you see, yeah, you get on a list, but it's like a list for a yearly inspection. You get to know the people. They they know your business. You're not hiding anything anyway. Um, and, and you just run it above board. Yeah, I think sometimes it sounds scary to be... Um on a list and, and the government show up. But at the same time, it's just another human being come and say hi. And it's just like going into anything in life, whether you're ordering a coffee or going to interview, they're a human. And like you said, you'll make friends with them. They're going to visit you every year. Russell, so to your point, um, what country would you start a cult in? Hmm. That, now that's a question I have not been asked. So Mogadishu. There's a couple in Thailand. I think probably a Thai island would probably be a good place. It'd be like Lord of the Pigs all over oh the rings. Or wait, what was you, that? You'd be the only what man on the island, right? <laughs> I'd show up and it'd be all these women in Russell. Thailand, this is hilarious. And why Thailand? Uh, yeah, explain to us. We have, All three of us haven't been yet. Well, they're, they're pretty good about uh, leaving the foreigners do their own thing. And there's already a couple you know, good cults over there. So Is it, they speak English because the expats from uh, England? or the, Well, you're... The locals. So what I'm what I'm telling you is that a couple of cults have been able to go do their thing, and the locals let the cults do their thing, and they're like, oh, oh. these foreigners are just yeah, they got this group, these cutesy. It's oh, not that I big see. of a deal. Let they're not being infiltrated by the equivalent of the FBI and shut down. So yeah, Thai Island I think would be a great place to start a cult. You should just show up at the customs when they say, "What's your purpose of visit?" Oh, I'm starting a cult. You, you know, know what? they'd be like, "Oh yeah." And you could say it's a CE five event, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, guys. That's when people get together in a circle and meditate to summon yeah. the aliens to come so, in and hang out and the, heal them. The We're film, supposed to do in West the, Texas. The film's kind of old now, but if y'all want to peek into just some weird stuff going on 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 uh, Thai Island, uh, you can watch a 
you know, now that they're bankrupt, you can watch a Vice documentary still on YouTube. Uh, I think it's called Tantric Island, a Vice documentary on YouTube. What's that about? Uh, well, well, it's an island, a bunch of hippies out there teaching tantric love and massage. And <laughs> you said tantric. I'm I was sorry, like, but that sounds like O R G Y. If yeah. anybody uses the word massage, massage. With, with it's just. Well, That's it's different. Orgy. It's such a Tantric shitty word. It's, it's just sex, guys. Come orgy. on. Don't waste it. There's a huge difference when I get a massage and then... Mm-hmm. As long as it ain't a sausage fist. <laughs> so, like, some of them will be with couples, and, and then some of them are only dudes, and they're teaching the dudes how to have some good tantric flow. Yeah. Some flow. Like, with, other, with themselves? I mean, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, it may be like a... Guys t- do have it the best. I mean, Poor guy Being a gay guy is it. pretty simple. <laughs> well, so I mean, forward I'm, I'm watching a Vice documentary, only catching clips. Russell, Vice was canceled. No, All right, they, but keep... No, they were bankrupt. There's right. a difference. <laughs> but they were they kind of canceled make first, which made them bankrupt. Well, look, 10 years ago, Vice was good. They went they went woke, they went broke. But 10 years ago is when they made this documentary. Well, you know, uh, Soros bought, bought them. Out. I mean, from their bankruptcy, George Soros rescued them. Kind yeah, of. We'll I see mean, they happens. like canceled the debt out they had against them, which was like one dollar for the dollar. So they basically just paid zero dollars for the acquisition of Vice. Uh, okay, so back to you watched something on Vice. Well, yeah, I said that like ten minutes ago. That was the the uh, oh, tantric, oh, tantric, the tantric Island Vice documentary oh, on YouTube. That's where you saw I'm gonna look it. this up. I see. Is it censored? No, it's fine. I mean, isn't tantric like it's. Based on your energy. Oh, it's so messed up. So someone that follows a Hindu religion, it's so messed up how they've taken so many of their <sighs> things and like made Just them sexualized. Sexual. Yeah. Well, there's dirty old men. There's. I mean, a lot of it. There's a I spectrum mean, of answers that to your question. You're talking about you're talking about like a workshop full of clothes people. They're not. I mean. Oh, this isn't a like a because like a when you say tantric no, stuff. I mean, I picture sexual healing. You can no, do that rubbing too. on each other. You can like. Ha- I'm gonna sound any better, but yes, people are usually clothed, correct? Like oh, you yeah, sit the, on the other yeah. person's lap and you just hey, like hold on stay a second. Look at Wait, Jenny from the block. How do you know all this? <laughs> it's it's embarrassing why I know because I've seen it on like The Bachelor or something. Uh, that is true, or like too <laughs> hot okay, to handle. Not A B C. Dirty reason. Yeah, oh, so you know what? Okay. No wonder you have so such you a PG idea of tantric. She knows what the it word just, yoni means. With that. My perverted no, landlord was way too much yoni? into this I don't know for what me to know. It was way more than that. Never heard that. But no, that's like the clean talk, version of it. It starts with that. They talk about their yonis a lot in these workshops. What is yoni? I don't know. I said I don't know what that is. It's like a. It's like a hippie word for your womb, a woman's womb. Oh, yeah. You know, one thing Never about the, these uh, tantric hippies, though, is they actually are doing traditional gender roles. You know, like this is for the oh. this is a workshop for the masculine, and this is a workshop for the feminine. We got to do yeah, away with that. I mean, the spiritual side, they're still a masculine and they're, feminine. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And guru. <laughs> so, so I'll be plugging my... Workshop slash cult on this podcast. <laughs> Starting in Thailand in 2024. Russell's Tantric Island. Tantric Thailand. Oh, 2024. Man. He's going to be extra tired because it's going to be just him and a bunch of women. Actually, Ooh. Russell leaves. <laughs> oh, I don't want to say your public information out there, but you'll be leaving the country soon and maybe I'll know where to look for you. Damn, I didn't know that. Well, let me know where I'm going. Well, okay. Maybe you're not leaving. That's yeah, I am. I, but that's no one cares. Oh, I do. 
Well, you're not an audience of across the world. Quantum, Quantum bombs. bombs. I like how we ended on us arguing. All right.